When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. That is Logan Paulson. All right, let's wrap up with, with hypotheticals. Uh, we're not, well, we're going to do two of the three. If they tie... We're just not gonna, we're gonna, we'll deal with that with they tie. Uh, which now I've jinxed it. Congrats on everyone staying up till one in the morning for a tie uh, into Friday morning. Uh, it, what if they win? What if they lose? Um, and Logan, I will just go ahead and say that actually, that's a bad question, host Craig, uh, because I actually don't think that's the line of demarcation. Um, I think the line of demarcation in terms of like what ifs, right, is actually do you play well, specifically offensively, or do you not play well? And even if they win, I mean, we're coming off one of the worst Thursday nighters that we've ever seen. And that's a long list of bad football games. (laughs) But, like, if they come out and win 12-9, like, I think you're still potentially looking at changes on the offensive staff. They come out and they win 30-9, that's a different story. So, let's even, let's just scrap the what if they win, what if they lose. What if what happens if they play well? Because there's so much pressure and so much conversation right now about what happens if it continues on the current bad trend. But what if they buck the trend and actually play well and put it together on Thursday night? Like, how much time does that buy them? Does that change the math? Does it change the equation? I think it buys them a week. You know, I think that that's really what it boils down to. I think when you look at the last, you know, four weeks of the season where they really struggled, like it's been, it's not been great. You know, and <laughs> like just to put it as as mildly as I can, like it's not been good football offensively. And if I'm wrong, I'm. I'm frustrated because I look at this and I say the defense has turned a corner or seemingly turned a quarter after the Detroit game and they're playing so much better. 24 points to Philadelphia. You know, obviously, what was the score of the Dallas game? I don't even remember. But it's all doable point point totals from a good offense with the weapons that you have here, right? So I look at that and I'm kind of, gosh. And if they play well and and they get some confidence, great. Yeah, but tw- twenty five ten the Dallas game. Yeah, and some of that was penalties, late scores, all that kind of stuff. But they were in that. It was it was like fifteen to seven or something like that yeah, for the was, longest time. Yeah, it was close. So anyway, yeah, but I digress. And so I think you're in those three games. You're in the game uh, against Tennessee, right? And mm-hmm. and I'm I'm irritated because there's all these offensive weapons. You've invested all this money, and it's not coming along. This is supposed to be the time to kind of say, oh, this is what the offense is. This is the actualization of our vision offensively, and it just hasn't been very good. And, um, and I, if I'm wrong, I understand that it's my, it's my butt on the line if this doesn't go well. So if they play well, great. But if they go out and lay an egg against Green Bay and they look terrible, then not great. Right. right. Because that's ex- like, it's the, con- and the NFL is about consistency. Right. So you can't look good against Jacksonville and look bad for five weeks and then be like, oh, 
you know, hey, we're back in it or whatever. Yeah, so, we figured it out. Yeah, it's got it's got to be consistent. And like you know, let's say they play really well against uh, Chicago, then they play well but not amazing against uh, Green Bay. I think that that actually buys you more time as opposed to really really good against Chicago and then bad against uh, Green Bay or whatever it may be. So right, no, I agree with you. The Green Bay game. I mean, if things go well, the Green Bay game is is everything. Um, yeah at that point because you if it like it becomes irresponsible if you don't make a change if you just keep trying to do the same thing and like obviously it's not working and you know if the if the guys in charge can't figure out what changes need to be made that that means you need to get new people in charge and that's not like something we say flippantly like these are no. people's livelihoods and their jobs and everything and um i do think a lot of times in sports we get very flippant about firing coaches um but then again like Sometimes owners are really flip or other coaches get pretty flippant about firing coaches. And um, it just is part of the business, unfortunately. So, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that if they like to a point, Logan, if they don't come out and play really well, like I would make the change now, even if you feel like it might be a week early, if you don't feel like, it, you know, something yeah. dramatically changed in part because of the timing, right? right. Like you can take a day. Uh, on Friday, really watch the tape and make a decision as a head coach who's been in this league for 30 plus years and go, I don't like what I'm seeing. We need to make a change. Uh, and we can do it by Sunday. And by the time we get back to work on Monday, we've got new stuff in place. And you can spend the weekend because of this Thursday night game talking with whoever is going to be the new insert whatever coach gets changed. And if we're also being honest, like it's likely something around Scott Turner. And that, that becomes the question of like, what can they do? Like, is there someone else on staff that could call plays? Is there someone else who could take over a, a bit larger vision of the offense and, and have a heavier influence? Like whether the change is like super subtle or whether it's something more dramatic, obviously getting rid of a coordinator uh, mid season uh, it's not like you can just bring in, and I used this example on the radio yesterday. I'll use it again here because it's so absurd that it absolutely can't happen, but it's not like you could bring in Jay Gruden and be like, Oh, Jay's available. Let's bring him in. Cause he runs like a completely, <laughs> right. like, obviously they wouldn't do that yeah. for, cause Jay's the former head coach, whatever. Um, but like, but, uh, you, you can't, yeah. you can't bring Jay in and be like, all right, you're the OC because he has, he runs a completely different offense and would have to like, literally try to install it mid season. And you can't do that. So it's gotta be someone that either is out there floating available. That's an, another North Turner disciple uh, or so, more likely someone on your staff who can then make changes and tweaks to try to get more out of the current scheme with the current set of players. And I don't think there's a clear vision on who that could be. So that that's like another, uh, I don't know. I keep saying we cross that bridge when we come, but I don't know whether like Jim, Jim Hostler or Hostetler, whatever his name is, is like a senior offensive assistant. He's been in the league for 20 years. Like do you, do you elevate him? Like, it's a tricky situation, but I do think that unless they come out and are like, wow, that that they seem to find something. I think that you go ahead and make the change this weekend uh, based off the current trend just because it's the best thing for the football team from a timing standpoint. Yeah, and, and to be fair to Scott, like they did play yeah. better on Sunday. They did play better yeah. on Sunday, and, and I think if they kind of show continued progress, if I'm Scott and I'm arguing for my job, I'm saying, oh, well, obviously Carson improved. He missed yeah. these throws. Hey, you, got to, you went to the podium and said, eh, we need some more time. So, yeah. like, buddy, give me more time. Right, absolutely. And so, again, if they play, they should play well against Chicago. It's a, it's a simpler defensive structure. It's just about can they execute, can they find comfortable throws for Carson and avoid Eddie Jackson really is what it comes down to. Um, and and I think that's all doable. And, I think, yeah. and they should play well. And so I, I want to – I'm rooting for Scott. I hope that goes yeah. well. I hope they figure it out. But if, if it doesn't, I think that's 
that's going to be tough, man. If, if they go out on Thursday night, which is a national televised game, they lay another egg. And this is – I'm glad you brought up the timing thing because I was thinking about that earlier or like yesterday evening is this is the perfect time to do that if you're going to do it because you basically right. get a buy. Or you could make – or if I'm Scott, I could also make the argument, look at how well we played against Jacksonville off of, you know, basically like a buy type time frame. Right. I don't know how you feel about that. but Yeah, um, I mean, I guess I – I the reason I put the bar that high is because what you don't want to do is waste another week. And like yeah. that's that's the really tough part of this is like where if they kind of play okay and win and like put up 24-ish, like that's like the worst thing because you don't feel like you can make the move based off the like it's not obvious, right? Right. And at that point, are you just delaying the inevitable? And if you're just delaying the inevitable, then just make the move now. And that's kind of like the frustration with some of the moves they've made over the years, like from Landon Collins moving down into that Buffalo role to benching William Jackson. It's like, why don't you just do it when you realize it's the right thing as opposed to waiting to when it's the obvious thing? Because by the time it's the obvious thing, it's too late. You've right. already cost you, like results have elapsed that potentially could have cost you or did cost you wins or better chances of winning. And like, that's the real, that's the real struggle um, of this is like, if the best time to do it is now and you think that it's it's only a matter of time, you'd rather pull the plug early than late where more damage has already been done. And, you know, hopefully they come out and like they look back at the game and they're like, look, we like what we did. We got to get Carson executed. We think with with another week, like we just keep fine tuning because like he did check the ball down to the backs a little bit more and like found some things over the middle. Um, you know, he did obviously hit the couple of deep shots. Like there was progress last week as frustrating as it was down in, down out. Some of the, the, the areas in which he had struggled, he was better. And so if they can continue that trend and he's even better in those areas, it continues to be okay. in some of the areas he's been okay. Then I think if you're Ron, you go, I don't, and this is the other part of this, like, you know, okay, where do they actually go? Is it Kenny Zampezi? Is it like, right. what, do, what do they do? At some point you have to go like, am I better? Like, what's the, is the alternative better? Or do I, is actually, even though this is not great and maybe in the off season in the back of my head, I already know I'm doing something different. For right now, is the best option for the next 13 weeks or whatever it is at this point, 12 weeks, just trying to let Scott figure it out piece by piece and try to empower some other coaches to help along that. Maybe I bring in some, some folks from the outside to advise a little bit, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to get a replacement that's better. So as long as he shows some progress, let's just, let's just ride this thing out. And I think that's, that's like a realistic possibility. Now that says something about how they entered the season to not have some safety nets um, and to not have the people that could possibly elevate where you're not having to consider finding your offensive coordinator. Cause those two things work hand in hand. Right. But I think that is a, a reality that we could be facing um, depending on how this goes. I totally agree. And I think that's maybe the most important variable of this whole thing is who do you promote? And I think that's why this becomes so challenging is, is on the staff. There's not an obvious person that you say, Oh, this guy's got, some some buzz about him. People like him. People talking about how dynamic he is, how the guys like him, whatever. There's nobody on the staff like that. And, you know, with um, when you were covering the team, uh, who was the OC who's now in Minnesota? Uh, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, right. There was some kind of whispers about him, and it was a very easy thing to be like, well, let's see what he, let's see what he does, right? Um, yeah. Here, 
I don't know. I don't, at least from, cause we don't have the same access to the staff that you had when Jay was here, but you know, there's not this kind of like, Oh, this guy, man, he's really smart. He's getting all these things done, blah, 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 blah. So I think that's the thing to me that's maybe the most important is where do you, if you're Ron, where do you go? And the, the thing that I've kind of kicked around is, you know, this is uh, Norv's offense, Norv Turner, Scott's dad. So mm-hmm. maybe you say, Norv, you want to come in and kind of in a more official consulting role for the rest of the year and see if we can have kind of a sounding board for Scott. I think it would be mutually beneficial for everybody, right? Because you kind of settle Scott down. It's uh, the guy who invented the offense, basically, and say, let's see if we can kind of find some some common ground. And talking with other guys uh, on the beat, they always say that, you know, when when Norv comes around, Scott seems to kind of perk up as a play caller. So, you know, maybe that is the most viable solution. You don't demote Scott, but you say, hey, um, Norv, come on in like more regularly. We'll get you an apartment down, you know, in, in one Loudon and, uh, you know, get you watching some film and help your son out, you know, kind of establish himself as a, as a play caller. So something to think about. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, you know, Ken Zampezi seems like the the most likely guy if they don't go that route, if they were to like make a change change. Um, and then Hostler, uh, who was the wide receivers coach uh, previous to Terrell. Um, Has he called plays before? I That's what I'm looking at right now. I'm reading his his bio. I mean, he's a guy that's been with Ron for a long time. Uh, he's worked with the Ravens. I think he's been mostly a receivers coach. Um, right. So even though he's been in the NFL for this is his 23rd year, um, I don't think that he's a guy that that is potentially up for that role. Um, cause that, that's the thing is like, you can be a really great skill, you know, position, position coach, coach. Mm-hmm. but calling, calling it's a different, a different animal. So, um, that's, it's really, it seems to be like get help for Scott or Kenny Zampezi goes from quarterbacks coach to calling it. And, uh, you go from there. Maybe, maybe Heineke. Hey, Taylor, you know, the offense. That's why you're here. That'd be let's, pretty. Let's, that'd be pretty go. big time. If, if I, it's, I, I just it's it's it's, not it's really hard. Yeah. It's it's very very hard to call to call an offense, right? For sure. So many situations, so many so much prep that goes into that. So that's why all these guys who are kind of career position coaches, there's a reason they've probably made that decision on their own because they don't. Yeah. You know, they don't want to kind of take that next level of responsibility. So, um, yeah, I think that to me, I've already said this, but that's the that's the issue is who. Everyone's like, yeah. we got to fire him, but who is the guy? Right. You know, like, how do you fix this? And so you're, you're um, better off reinforcing what's there than tearing it down potentially. Right. And I do think that I, you know, so hopefully this is not an issue. We're not talking about this. Hopefully yeah. they beat the brakes off the Bears and we're like, wow, this offense is looking like they turned a corner. Everything's great. And we got a little bit of a run here because that would be good for everybody involved, us included. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't want to keep talking about bad football. It's, yeah. I've got a lot of practice, unfortunately. Uh, that's Logan Paulson. You can follow him on Instagram at Logan underscore Paulson 82. I am, I'll throw out the Instagram today. I'm at Craig underscore Hoffman. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Craig Hoffman and at Hoffman show. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, it's just my YouTube channel. That we're, posting, we're posting a lot more stuff there. Um, I've kind of decided that's, that's a good route for us. Uh, so if you want to watch some of this stuff, I did a fun little uh, film breakdown where I did a little screen share action and <laughs> captured uh, some my mouth. You can see my mouth circling guys uh on on a film breakdown of the three uh plays at the goal line the other day from the radio show so uh check that out just search craig hoffman on youtube and uh you can you can get uh you, you can watch us talk because that's, that's the right. thing that people do uh all right uh for the rest of the week uh obviously game day uh is tomorrow or if you're listening to this on thursday 
surprise, it's game day. Uh, and then we will not be doing like the immediate after an hour after the game ends post game pod because we'll be sleeping. Uh, but we will pretty early Friday morning record. Uh, so depending on what time you go to work, you might have a pod for your commute. Uh, but if not, you will certainly have it for your ride home on Friday or consume whenever you want over the weekend. So subscribe. You'll get it as soon as it's available. Apple, Spotify, the Odyssey app, uh, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening right now. For Logan, I'm Craig, and we will see you after the game. No more hypotheticals uh, on Friday for taking that. Yeah.